Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Brent. And this is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Now you can get off my plane. Cue the theme song. How dare we? The dead remember. This is the president. We will not negotiate. We will no longer tolerate it. We will no longer be afraid. It's your turn to be afraid. Get off my plane. Get off my so in 1997, we got maybe what's best described as Die Hard on a Plane with Air Force One, starring Harrison Ford. Die Hard on a Plane. Xander Berkeley was in this movie as well. Uh, Glenn Close. Gary Oldman. Maybe uh, very menacing Gary Oldman with a um, goatee, because that's how you knew it was the bad guy. And, but, a, and, and a Russian. Bad, and right? a really bad Russian accent. Uh, so this movie is about um, a very idealistic president. Um, I can't remember the president's name, but Mr. President um, gives a riveting speech about no more will be held hostage by policy and terror um, and uh, gets on Air Force One, which is then hijacked because uh, they've kidnapped, well, I guess arrested formally the uh, president of Kazakhstan, who's maybe in line to take over Russia and start another Cold War. Really bad dude. So we're told we don't see any of this, but we're told it. And so uh, some of his henchmen hijack Air Force One. And then it's a riveting comedy with some uh, music, some great music. It's a great musical, I think, Air Force One with the dancing and, uh, oh, no, wrong, wrong movie again. No, that's, that, was my, uh, that was my experience. I call okay. him President Solo. Let's just call him that. Okay, right on. <laughs> so this movie actually killed it at the box office. Killed it. Took like... 170 locally and ended up with over 300 million um, worldwide. And people just love this movie. Wolfgang Peterson directed. Yes, he did. Uh, I got to say that I'm starting to think that um, looking back at this, um, I would love to see some of his other films because I'm starting to think he's not very He did Outbreak. Remember that with Dustin Hoffman? He did the Clint Eastwood one where he's defending the president. Oh, Line of Fire. I actually like that. I like that movie. I like I In the Line of Fire, but, but I don't know anymore because watching this now, I've got to say the directing was bad. Yeah. Uh, it was very bad. It's so, this movie relied, it's weird when I read about this movie that they actually like used real airplanes, the 747. Uh, they painted two of them, I think, uh, sure. to use for the movie. But it looked like there was so much CG or models and it was so jarring to go back and forth to inside and then back outside. And it also seemed really inconsistent in a lot of places. There were like, sometimes there were bodies and sometimes there weren't. And sometimes there were bullet holes and sometimes there weren't. I would say, though, that the special effects in this movie gets a huge not hold up. These are <laughs> some bad special effects. Which is weird because this guy directed The NeverEnding Story, which is known for its special effects. I don't and, and He picked the wrong people. It just uh, none of it looks good. It yeah. all looks bad. The explosions, the flying, the dogfights. It, it's all at night. They use they use real uh, F-15s. They got uh, the Air Force, the Army, or whoever. Uh, they all cooperated. With maybe us and they, they got they reels, but I couldn't tell. They shot it at night or something. I couldn't tell what was real and what was CG or or matte background. They, they might have done a. They might have shot it the flying during the day and then tried to do a day for night look on it to make it look like it was at nighttime because it looks really bad. It looked the worst is when they were getting ready to zip line out of the back of the plane, like at the oh end. Oh, God. That fucking looks so terrible. So apparently they tried, they put dummies on the lines and they actually rigged the two planes 
together somehow but when they put the bodies out onto the zip line the dummies it tore all the the wind tore all the clothes off and so they're like oh we can't really do this so then they decided to go cg for that part which good move so would that really happen if a human did that would the they they'd be, they'd I, wanna see, naked? I wanna see the real version <laughs> Where the president ends up safe, but <laughs> send my twelve-year-old daughter first. Oh shit, this is inappropriate. <laughs> and he, he arrives in the back of the plane, and everyone salutes him. <laughs> and he's, he's got to stand there and salute back, yeah, yeah, full got, frontal. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, uh, that's hilarious. Um, I wore my birthday suit for you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Congratulations, Mr. President. Anyway, I uh, if we start out at the beginning of this movie, they have the daring. Uh, the daring parachuting. First of all, have you guys ever seen anyone Holy snipe shit. someone when they're in parachuting? With a pistol? Yeah. So when they show the back of that Russian henchman and the, the laser sight is on his back, it is so even and smooth. It's like held tight. I was like, oh, there must be a sniper ready to support and another them. building. But yeah. no, then it f shows up to the guy who's like maybe 250 feet away at least and has got his pistol out and it's just like bang, bang, bang. Three precision shots with pistols from that distance Shoot in parachuting. Um, and then they still, every single seal, I'm guessing that they are managed to land on this roof. Um, so like there's a lot of factors when you're parachuting into a target, like wind and other things that can affect how accurate you are with your landing. Every guy getting on the roof, uneven surfaces, like little control tower things, uh, like antenna and stuff like that. I'm sure on the roof, the fact that all these guys landed was one miracle enough, but the fact that they could shoot like that. Then they all go inside and they're running and gunning from the hip with their silenced MP5s and other weapons, blasting guys. Uh, and then they kidnap, I guess, a guy who's supposed to be menacing because they kidnap him. He's the and then bad, they tell us that they are, that he is. The leader of the faction. Anyway, yeah, some of that seemed kind of unbelievable this time. I yeah. know it was like supposed to be an exciting Yeah, they also, start. the SEALs also did a really crappy job, A, getting their helicopter to land on the roof to put them at a... Uh, lower position than where the henchmen would be running out. They, that's a real big disadvantage. You always want the high ground, just like in Star Wars. You want the high ground. Um, and then <laughs> the fact Wars. that they aren't laying a sufficient amount of cover fire to cover their retreat. Uh, like no one from the helicopter is shooting. Like no, that one SEAL that got hit, I don't know what happened to him. We never hear if he's just wounded or if he's dead. Uh, he never should have been wounded. They should have done a much better job of... Uh, of covering their escape. So there you go. There's some analysis on that scene. They're jackasses. That, that was a whole, that was a horrible, that was just horrible. So set, set the stage. Um, also the, the laser sight on that first henchman that goes is like kind of on the lower back left of his head and neck. And then the top right of his head explodes. Cause that's where the squib was in his hat, but still. Well, that's probably also because they couldn't shoot properly when they're parachuting in. Yeah. Bullets do weird things. It deflected off of a, fast bird and it ended maybe up differently it did. than you maybe thought. Maybe it did. Yeah. And then we get to uh, in, indoors, we meet the president and he mumbles through his first speech. Anyone notice that? He's just like, so talking low. It was Russian. We will not stand. We will not stand for this. Apparently in a lot of the scenes too, they're speaking Polish, not Russian. Oh, it's just there a reason the why? The languages sound the same. I don't know. Probably the, <laughs> the language specialist or consultant they hired was checked out that day. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. That Yeah, the opening speech was... Uh, it was fine, but like, oh, he's off speech. And so they start to set up just this hugely idealistic president, which I guess in one sense supports his character all the way through. Um, another thing I wrote up, read about this president character is that um, they have someone, some moron runs polls about who's the best movie president ever. And Harrison Ford for this role keeps getting elected with Bill Pullman 
uh, being uh, the next in line are for Independence serious? Day. Yeah. No, that's, that can't so be like, right. Let, if you Who think are they about, giving that poll to? I know yeah. Harrison Ford, the ex-soldier turned president, um, and he is like super tight with his daughter and his wife. And like, that's such a taxing job. It'd be so hard on the family and it'd be so mechanical, but they're like, he's drinking a beer while he's working, watching the Michigan game. And they make out a little bit in the office. You get the sense when they're having that moment that they would have been like banging in two seconds if someone hadn't just walked in on them. Um, so, I mean, that's all very nice and idealistic, but come on. <laughs> That, that, those kind of marriages, the, the, those professional marriages where she's supporting him through campaigns and shit like that, it's just that kind of love and whatever. I don't think that it's, really It exists. felt like more new love than old love. Yeah, know? and they would have been together for a long time. And the daughter's like, I'm ready for things you don't think I'm ready for. Ugh. Okay, so that's a good point that John just brought up because I feel like the directing is bad in this movie mainly because every single person is so over the fucking top. Yeah. There's not one person who's not over the top in any scene. If they said they are going to the bathroom, they would have delivered that line over the top and you would have never believed that they are actually going to the bathroom. I can't believe how bad the acting was in this. They have so many great actors in this movie. The worst is that security advisor that like makes that point. I think he's a security advisor when he like stands up and he's like, look, blah, 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 the Madam President, uh, you can't get anything without me. I can get shit done. And like, I was like, why are you fucking talking? And then the guy just shoots him. <laughs> it's guy. the best part of the movie. Like, get rid of that guy. Yeah, he's a national security advisor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, the one guy who's <laughs> the one guy who's always constantly talking to Glenn Close and him says something like, "Check your regs." He says, "Check your regs," like, and then they start fighting over who's really in charge. Th this was this yeah, guy. That's a whole weird, like a like seeming line through the who, movie. Who, there, who's the actor from uh, from the you know the. Scott Bakula show where he travels through time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's the actor that's in the room there? It doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He is the... So he's the worst because like there's one point where he's talking to someone and I swear to God the dialogue is this. He's like, we better come up with some plans how to save them and we better do it now and they better work. <laughs> and I was like, did someone fucking write that down as that's dialogue? super constructive. Yeah, a high school girl from the valley. Yeah. So the, the writing was very bad, especially dialogue wise. I want to get this out there. Uh, and I, 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 for whatever reason, he maybe like reminds me as of a father figure or whatever, but Harrison Ford is not a good actor. I would, I would agree with that after watching I don't this think movie. He's, yeah. He was horrible in this. <laughs> I, like he's not great in, in the original star Wars either. Um, it's just something about his delivery. There is something every man and very likable about him. But when he starts mumbling through and delivering his lines, the way he does the fight scenes in this movie, he dives and tackles a lot of people in this movie. A lot of diving. I don't know and if tackling. that's Harrison's fault. And I it's, think it's, it's just acting's like his the, fault. The, yeah, the, the Peterson must have set up the camera and be like, "Okay, now you jump at me," right? And then it cuts to the scene where he's tackling the guys down. It's pretty comical. It's the type of fighting you do if your dad bod. Like that's all you got is I dive guess. tackles and then see what happens. <laughs> dad bod. I, uh, yeah, I was really surprised how bad Harrison F Ford was in this movie. Yeah. I'm starting to see, like, because he's notoriously told uh, people in interviews and stuff that he doesn't do a lot of work on his acting. Yeah. <laughs> and that he just knows what he's supposed to do in a scene and he just does it and he doesn't think it's very special and he, he he's not well trained and he took some classes, but he doesn't really think it's... Yeah, he was more of like a discovered guy than like a working actor. Wasn't he a carpenter or something? That's he what was, I understand. Like Jesus? Yeah. He was... <laughs> he, oh my God, you guys. We did it again. Harrison Ford is Jesus. Jesus it yeah. is 100%. He was a carpenter on sets. 
and he was also like a out of work actor yeah and then they let him rehearse for star wars because they didn't have a han coming that day yeah. and he's handsome as so, fuck so he rehearsed with i think with one of the main carrier luke or whatever yeah and uh mark and uh they were like oh yeah they have good chemistry and that's how he his career started really he was in um one of George Lucas's earlier movies, uh, w- the one where they drive around 50s cars. Oh, with Mark Hamill? Yeah, American was Graffiti. Mark, was it, is he in the Oscar? It wasn't Mark Hamill. It was Opie. It was Ron Howard oh, starting right, that. right. And he doesn't. He has like one line. He Paul drives, Newman, isn't it? No, it's uh, Ron Howard stars in American Graffiti along with uh, Richard Dreyfuss. Dreyfuss is who I'm thinking of. Dreyfuss yeah. is in it too. But that's. But I think that was the only role he had. He had one line. He drove a truck and he raced one of the main characters and... And crash his truck or something. I don't know. That was it. That was all he did. There's, so there's so many scenes in this movie that I want to talk about um, that just made me laugh. Okay, so let's talk about when the uh, Air Force One is hijacked. Um, so the reporting crew that gets on board. So they have an inside guy. Um, I guess there's so many things to talk about here. The insider, the Secret Service guy who turns. Um, there is apparently a whole side backstory to him and why he was doing this because in this movie he's never explained he's just like he's working for the president and then he kills his own men and then he helps everybody escape and then he pretty much plays possum till the very end and he kills bill macy at the last second the asshole um and then tries to fight the president really badly and and that's it so we don't get any additional why the fuck he did any of that stuff which someone deemed that wasn't important but i think that's a little important i didn't need to see a ton but like at least say it was for money or apparently what it actually was, was he had done some spying in the cold war and he got fucked over and hooked up with Gary Oldman's, um, extreme extremist faction and then kept, but kept working for the president. And it's like, I'll stay as a mole. And then they got him on board for this plan. That guy's a fucking horrible actor too. Like the whole movie, his eyes bulge out in, in his attempt to look suspicious. Like they're like, yeah, more suspicious, more suspicious. Like, how about now? Staring, (laughs) staring intensifies. Who didn't pick him out? Like be like, okay, how did these guys get aboard? You look more eye bulgy than normal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think he was, uh, uh, I was so distracted by all the other badness that I never even wondered why he did what he was doing. I was, cause everything else was so bad. Well, he only has that great question. It's a great question. And it should, you're totally right. It doesn't, there's no explanation for it. I yeah. just it'd be, never know. It'd be nice noticed. to have his motivation. 100%. Yeah, a little bit. It's and just then, another flaw in a, a movie filled with them, I guess. And how, like, so it's only been, I guess the, the title says three weeks since they kidnapped the Kazakhstani guy. And I think that's the right way to say General that. General Zod. General Zod. Um, <laughs> General and then, Zod. And then uh, three weeks until the president gives a speech and then he gets on Air Force One that night. So I guess that the terrorists, Gary Oldman's crew, didn't have that much time to prepare enough to get past all the digital security and walk through the metal detector that they just put out in the open on the runway. I just thought that was a little bit funny because who knows if that's the actual way that they do it. But um, so then when the Gary Oldman's crew starts to go and, and execute the plan, first they have to get in a firefight um, to take out every Secret Service agent and every bit of resistance. One half of the crew is supposed to chase the president and lock him down, which they fail at. Uh, and then Gary Oldman and I guess his brother, he's just really tight with one of the other terrorists. I, I guess the, I didn't have subtitles on for the version that I watched, but it, it didn't ruin anything because you could tell that they were pissed at certain things. But did it ever establish that Gary Oldman and the guy who can fly the jet, is that his brother or are they just like 
Maybe just, his lover? I, I got know. the impression they were just tight. Like, okay. Like, uh, probably they fought together, one of those things. You know, the brotherhood of, like, uh, soldiers. Okay, no, they were gay. So, um... The Secret Service agents, though, do secure him. He just doesn't go. Yeah, he just doesn't go. That is true. But they still fail at their task. Why? Because um, he, he fucking disobeys what he's supposed to do. I'm, I'm just saying, I couldn't. you can't blame them. No, they for got sure, him for sure. Door. I mean, they, all they could do was try, right? They gave their lives for to get they him totally in there. They totally did, yeah. So, like, I mean, bravo for those actors those, for getting killed so they didn't have to be the rest of the shitty movie, but... That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guy was like, I, I like the script, but I was thinking, maybe I die here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman and his crew run up to the cockpit then because they realize that the plane is going to land and they start wailing and basically knocking on the door and be like, hello, please let us in. Please let us in. Uh, and it's not until like minutes later that he puts a little charge of C4 on the door. No blasting caps, by the way. He shoots it, which Colin knows about C4. Can you do that in real life? Yeah, you can light it on fire and it's not going to do anything. Yeah, you, you need the electric charge yeah. of a blasting cap to light I guess it I, I could have been some kind of other plastic. He shot but the I think electric all... panel in the door. The and electric that panel did... short-circuited okay, the C4. Okay, there you go. Plausible. Plausible. Bam. Okay, but anyway, Making but he wait, they waited a few minutes 97. to do that. <laughs> Why didn't they just breach that door immediately? And then they get into the cockpit, and then he starts yeah, threatening knocks? pilots. He's like, don't land, don't land. And they keep landing. He's like, don't land, shoot one. Don't land, don't land, shoot the other. Like, if his brother could fly, his best plan would have been to just walk in the cockpit, pop everybody, and then get his brother uh, to in do that In behind the thing, yeah. And so instead, what we get um, is so many close calls down on the runway... Yeah, uh, that's and funny. The, the plane swerves like it's in fucking rush hour traffic. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, carves over on a on a lawn. Like any one of those things would have put that plane down for good. He, for whatever reason, waits a really long time to power up uh, the engines to full to attempt to take off. And the part I love most about all this, maybe about the whole movie, is that every time it goes into the cockpit to show that guy as the pilot and Gary Oldman hanging over his shoulder, the director's. <laughs> The director's uh, motivation must have been just look like you're taking a huge dump. <laughs> and he's like sweating and grunting. And then finally, when they take off, he's like, okay, and now you've achieved plopping in the toilet. And the guy's like, ah, whew. And Gary Oldman gives him a big hug. Everything. Like, that's all I could think about. Gary Oldman was super over the top in this too. Like, did anyone notice that he just screamed all of the time? Does he anyone knows. notice that Gary Oldman often just screams all the time? He would stop. He would his whole role in the professionals. <laughs> But he yeah. soft talk screamed. Yeah. He would be like softly speak. And then he would scream. Softly yeah. speak. Scream again. Maybe he also took the uh, shit method of acting. Uh, it feels teaching, like. And that's how he shits. It feels like everybody <laughs> went Moments to. Moments of intensity followed by passivity. Yeah. It, feels, it feels like everyone in this movie went to a class on overacting. And then the composer was like, what's the fucking over, most over the top music I could fucking put in this? Oh, God. The music, the music. is terrible. So you know why? I think they asked. Randy Newman, because he did the music for Toy Story, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but he they, sings and all this shit. I know, but he? they asked him to do the music for this, and he either said no or they didn't like what he was coming up with. I'm going and to so get back on the plane. Then they got this other uh, <laughs> composer, musician guy involved with like 12 days to go. So he was like, rush job, just give us some fucking atypical heroic presidential yeah, music like, that will just something with use lots the of whole brass. Thing. They're like, just throw brass yeah. at it. And so that guy apparently finished that movie and he was like, I'm never taking any job like that again. It was a, the music said the fucking, the music is fucking some of the worst over the top. Once again, everything yeah. in this movie is and over the top. Guess who used that music in his uh, presidential campaign? No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Trump. 
No way. Yeah. And yeah. reference this movie to which Harrison Ford said it's a movie, dude. Um, <laughs> stupid. stupid. Well, at least he did that. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. The music is a disaster it's as well. It's so bad. Everything is so over the top. Did you guys ever notice that people, they'll be in the room uh, talking uh, in the uh, situation or whatever, and interns will just come running in with pieces of paper and they'll be like, this and this happened. And yeah. everyone will start cheering. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, weird. So how about the end when the, the evil so Russian leader gets shot getting running out of the prison. So then it shows the Russian people celebrating and then it goes into the Oval Office and they're like standing with the news and then the president's been saved. And then they start cheering and the camera is like just spinning in circles. That's what I mean. I was it's like, what so the bad. fuck is that supposed to do? All of the situation rooms with Glenn Close and the people in the rooms are all cringeworthy. Like, it, I, I honestly, I'll be honest, like there's parts of this movie where I, I just fast forwarded. I just like skip ahead, skip ahead. I hated that guy keeps trying to get the power. Like, I felt like that was such a stupid part of the movie to have yeah. in there. Like, why fucking who cares? It's a hard enough situation. Oh, we got the whole cabinet to sign. Now you sign. And just, I'm like, why do we need this additional stress? Well, because for know. a minute, I thought he was tied to the whole thing somehow because he's trying to get in power. And I thought maybe he has some kind of interest in the thing, too, because he seems really interested oh, in I taking see. over the situation. Like, that's not necessary. If he's not involved with anything, who cares about him? Yeah. Like, you don't need that extra sense of drama. You already have the president and his family kidnapped on the plane in the air. Like, that's enough. You don't need the fucking, this stupid waste of time. The politics, yeah. And it, and it, yeah. it's all, all of that stuff's cringeworthy, cringeworthy as well. It is. And then she tears it up at the end. She looks and does Which is also. She says it best how he, like, the president doesn't have the right like it's bigger than just him for many reasons. One being he's the leader of the U.S., right? So the U.S. as a nation has to look at this and say, if he is kidnapped and or uh, murdered, that's really devastating to our image. We have to portray that image of our president as number one. I, and I'd say even more so, even if that means his wife and child are kidnapped and killed, that actually makes the U.S. look stronger that the president is like so badass that he can't be touched and now it's going to go out and get revenge. So Harrison Ford is like the most selfish president he puts his his own family over the nation like the nation should be up in arms i think even glenn close says that he doesn't have the right to act the way he's acting but then as soon as she says it, it's like oh yay celebration and we won at the end of the day so it doesn't matter like the, the president would be like in hearings for probably the rest of his days not good dude not good you just should have gotten the ejection thing and then see what the see what the bad guys had and then probably they should have shot air force one down um, yeah, and I, well, I mean... Because guess what? Gary Oldman gets what he wants, and then he basically, like, oh, and I lied. I'm kidnapping you all, and you'll do more for us now, Mr. President. So that's why you don't negotiate. You just shoot them down and be like, whoop. And then you tell the world whatever. They should have just, if they knew what the level of acting on the plane was, they should have shot it down. <laughs> With the president still on With it. the president still on it. They'd just be <laughs> just like, Jesus, it. just end this. Oh, my God. Um... I don't know what people like about this movie so much. Like, do they I, like it still? I, they, I mean, like, it can't be still good. It gets great ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb gives it. But gives those, it are they old? Because like, older. I think I thought this movie was okay when it came out. Did it? Did anyone hate this when it came out? I didn't like it. Right. I didn't like it. It wasn't my like in '97. I wasn't watching Air Force One. It wasn't my style of movie. I didn't watch it till much later, and then I saw bits and pieces forever. Like this is probably the first time I saw it all the way through. So like yeah, I'm I sorry about that. This is of the I'm sorry too. one of our viewers actually picked this movie. So um, oh yeah, shout out to whoever that was. Yeah, Mister Air Force One. 
Thanks for uh, making us watch this <laughs> yeah. terrible movie. Yeah, you owe me a beer if you ever see it <laughs> for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. Stop recommending really bad movies. Mm. I'm just kidding. The best. Uh, I think this movie like falls into a class of movie like Independence Day, where it's like so silly that you're not supposed to take the parts that we're ripping apart seriously. It's just like... No, it's just meant to be like a quick action ride. Not a quick action ride, but I mean, it's not... But to compare this to Die Hard, I mean, no. Like no. Die Hard actually tried hard to be like a, a gritty action movie. And this is like more of just this patriotic president that can do no wrong. But that's the thing. Die Hard, I felt like there was actual consequences. I never felt like anything was in jeopardy here. Like, do you know what I mean? Even when the president's on that door in the back of the plane and he's fighting that guy, I still, <laughs> I still just believe everything's going to work out. Like the movie just doesn't give me the sense of tension that I feel... That it should, right? And and I don't know, maybe it's because it's the 90s and the 90s movies have a feel to them. And this definitely kind of carries a little bit of that feel. Yeah. But it's I mean, just not the same. Like we had Die Hard, then we had Die Hard on a bus with speed. And this is Die Hard on a plane. And I'm sure there was like Die Hard on a train. Ugh, it uh, needed uh, more under, grit. Under siege too, maybe. It needed grit. I don't know, something. Something a little bit more. But you don't know anything about the bad guys. Like the... So their motivation is they're freeing this evil guy and we don't know anything about that evil guy because from what we've seen We're only told he's evil. What if he's actually like great for the people of Russia and the US is the bad guys kidnapping well, Wasn't he a, a Polish guy those guys were Pol or Armenian or something weren't they? I don't think well, they weren't they weren't Russian. They were one of those branches oh. Who, Who's the one of the branches? I didn't think those guys were Russian. I thought they were something else. weren't weren't they flying into like Kazakhstan or something else? Like weren't yeah, the guy that was in prison. Kazakhstan was formerly part of Russia. Yeah, so but not now. No, but back then it was fresher that that they had split off. So I think maybe they wanted to like take over parts of Russia so they could reabsorb it, or maybe they still feel Russian even though Kazakhstan's a different country. I don't know. Russia became a bunch of provinces with the USSR. Yeah. So. I know there's purists, like in the Ukraine. I feel like yeah. the daughter was a really bad actress too. Oh, but, she's horrible. But because everyone else was so bad, she just fit right in. Yeah, like, I like guess. Like she got lucky because her acting would have looked a lot shittier if everyone else wasn't so shitty. They I probably told her to dial it down. They're like, dial it. It doesn't work. They're I'm like, not, be worse. I'm not sure she's had an extended acting career. No, probably yeah. not. And the wife looked familiar, but I don't know who the fuck I, that was. Yeah, I know. I've seen her in some stuff, but yeah, she kind of looks, uh, whatever. It uh, almost feels like a paint by numbers and they even fucked up the paint by numbers, like, because it was so bad. Yeah. Like I, I was, we were talking about it before and I call it Air Force, the Air Force two. Air Force two. Yeah. Air Force the number shit. two in the toilet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, it's not good. Like Air Force One also has like a whole bunch of passenger parachutes out the tail, which mm. extends down like a ramp. That's probably not the case. I don't. I don't even. I think I even read there's not an escape pod. Not a bad idea, but probably not because there'd be zero contingency for that plane to ever be hijacked, ever. It just would never happen. No, wrong. What would never Let's happen? Let it, like the plane would get hijacked. Like the way that it did. Like no. With no. guys stealing press credentials from someone else and then yeah, all of a sudden just they were getting able to pass on. Off. I don't understand how that thumb thing worked. If yeah, they like, were like fucking. They terrorists. put it on the screen. <laughs> I guess the Secret <laughs> Service guy set that all up, but I don't know. Weak sauce. 
He's like, thumbprint, please. And he just puts it on the screen. He probably thought he was special. He's like, what the fuck? Has this guy ever seen a thumbprint scanner? Like, why did Gary Oldman 2 protest that that their gear was going to be searched? They didn't have anything. I guess they had the C4, but... That's my suggestion, too, is that I I think you go back and look at all Wolfgang Peterson's stuff because I feel like it's all probably not good. Like Das Boot? and Like like Das Boot. Some some of it is, though. In the Line of Fire is good. In the Line of Fire, Outbreak is like a movie of the week, but it's not a horrible I actually don't mind Outbreak. Yeah. Well, from not going to win any awards but it's like um um a few good men right like this was, it's got some solid stuff parts to it really, but it's more like a tv really movie. bad though did he just mishandle it, this but isn't totally? Boot, like supposed to be a really good movie yeah, i this, have seen it and like i saw it's it a, like an award-winning movie isn't yeah it? i saw it a long time ago it's it's that's what transitioned him it isn't it to american what, cinema because he did a yeah. shitload of um german, german shit yeah. yeah no that is what got him attention in the u.s and then he, he started doing english films in hollywood but but I saw Das Boot years ago and, and remember finding it very boring, but I I wasn't really into movies when I was watching I it or it, understood yeah. movies that well. So, I mean, I'd have to go back and look at it again. It was like one of the first movies that ever came out on DVD. Yeah, Das Boot was meant to be like a slow burn, very tense in the confined environment. Um, and then the <laughs> they get through their ordeal and then they just kill them all at the end. So, <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. oh, sorry, did we ruin Das Boot? Um I did Who? say I've not seen it, so uh, thanks. They kill everybody. It doesn't matter. Everybody it's not. I. It's you. It's that's not going to affect your. No, no. Outcome it's of that not movie. about. Let's face it. I'm never watching it. Yeah. There you go. That's probably for the best. But uh, yeah, I'd have to watch some of his other movies again <laughs> to see if they also felt like over the top. Like I was just really surprised how over the top every single scene was because the music, the directing, the acting. The fights, the gunfire, like everything. everything everybody shooting felt, from the hip and spraying I, wildly. And, and I don't even know how you do what he did to make it feel that way. Is it, uh, it the writing or the performances that he was asking for? It's very strange. It's just a, not a. This is surprisingly not a very good movie. They apparently had a crap load of fun making this movie. I think he called it Air Force Fun. Um, and like Gary Oldman that's, in uh, between that's scenes. That's terrible. I know it is. How Gary dare Oldman you. in between scenes was like cracking everybody up and being like a huge like ham, probably because he was loaded. I think that was back in his alcoholic days. Um, okay, well, and then the, the, the Peterson would say action and he'd just go right back to deadpan like murder or slam. Well, maybe people, if so. everyone would have focused a little bit fucking harder, they would have been better acting. Maybe. Like this because like that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, well, <laughs> and look at what we got. We have the cake to prove it. Air Force poo. Yeah, no, it's very bad. I, I don't think there's even a question that we have to ask if people no, think it holds up or not. we got to say it. It just doesn't. I don't I, like, yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't hold up. There's not any redeeming quality to this movie. Gary Oldman's kind of fun to watch if you don't think about it, but he's so over the top. Uh, and Harrison Ford is not good. Not good. The fight scenes don't look good. The gunplay is not good. The It's just so over the top. Oh my God. When they're refueling and Air Force One like dips down and then the, the refueling plane explodes. I mean, there's a, there's a guy in that refueling plane who operates that boom, right? So he would have shut the fuel flow off as soon as there was a problem and they would have just pulled apart but now it's got to be oh it's scraping and now there's sparks and everything's on fire and explosions and the 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 plane driving on the ground and making evasive maneuvers and not crashing like that that's how that movie should have ended as soon as they killed the pilots and were taxiing on the runway and had that first crazy maneuver from the pilot falling over on the stick it would have just rolled and exploded and it would have been like the end and that's what I wish. Or when happen. the wing cuts through all those fucking yeah, trees. Yeah, trees. That would have like severely damaged the wing and or engines. Yeah. And it would have been, there's, there's a technical term for that about some kind of aerial strike. Buggery. Yeah, it's buggery. It's just stupid. So no, it doesn't hold up at all. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's like not really much more you can say about how bad it is. Brent? <laughs> nope. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Air Force One. Um, don't watch Air Force One. No, don't. It's not even good for a laugh. It's bad. Yeah, I, did, it's, I did laugh a couple of times, but it's like one of those like reflecting back. It's not like so bad. It's funny. It's like embarrassing. Yeah, like don't think you could get high and drunk and watch it and you're going to have a good time because you're not. No. I actually feel completely demoralized even talking about it Uh-oh. again. Uh-oh. Right on. Somewhat suicidal. Boom. Yeah, and so like I don't want to like seal stamp this but i also feel like harrison ford's been really fucking letting me down lately so yeah we'll have to do maybe some witness or uh regarding henry and see if it oh regarding henry hey. no one's gonna hey. know that fucking movie or we're maybe, not gonna do that um, <laughs> indiana jones oh uh, wait is it lost ark three, yeah. are definitely i love okay. indiana jones Probably Last Crusade is the best of those, but we'll it see. is. We'll 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 have to check it out. I All like right. the temple one. It's so over the top. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> the Wolfgang Pearson track that? Maybe. <laughs> All right, folks, you heard it here. Air Force Two, have a poo. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.